welcome to Unashamed of Smut Lovers podcast, where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelsey. All right, and we are doing another read-along today. woo <laughs> This week's read-along is Love Me Whole by Nikki James. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a heavier book, or at least it seems so flip from the blurb. Um, from what I've heard about this book, it is on the heavier, angstier side. I guess it's a good thing I'm co-reading Megan Quinn with this one right now. Me too. <laughs> so it will had a little bit of levity when we go through the heavier topics. So uh, it looks like the one of the main male characters has a dissociative identity disorder, DID, and he has six identities. So the main and then five alter. Yeah, and we've read, I think we've done a book on the read-along before with a character who had DID. I don't remember. At least we've read together before some someone with DID. And it was, I think it was what, Candace. No. Candace Wright. Candace Wright did have. Yeah. But I don't think that was a read along. Yeah, I don't remember. I know that we've talked about it before where, especially with something like DID, it is so important to do it right and to do it respectfully because it's a very, very serious condition. Yes. And if it's not well researched, it comes across as you see a lot of, uh, what word am I thinking of? Stereotypes. Um, There you go. You see a lot of stereotypes, especially about mental health issues and disorders and things like this. And it, it comes across really badly when it's not a well researched and also respected thing. And this, yeah, it's a heavy topic to, to write about, to, you know, read about, and you want to, make sure that, you know, you're not just reading a bunch of outdated or just completely wrong stereotypes. Yeah. From the research, because I researched a little bit about this book before I even brought it to Courtney. From the research that I did, a lot of people said it was well done and well researched. So hopefully that is the case. Because I want to like this book already. I like Nikki James. I've read several Nikki James books before. Have you read? Have you uh, read any? I feel like I feel like I have. I've read like very taboo work from Nikki James. She has uh, stuff on Smashwords. <laughs> I, I have heard about Nikki James a lot. I feel like I have. I just, I'm looking through the titles now. None of the covers look familiar, but. I mean, you've definitely heard me talk about Nikki James. For sure. Um, <laughs> I've talked about her on the podcast before. I've read probably at least like three or four things that she has on Smashwords. Mm-hmm. So, but I haven't read anything of this capacity from this author. So I don't know how it's going to be. I'm interested. It feels like from from the voice that I remember from the last time I've read Nikki James, feels like I have no idea how this is going to go. <laughs> that's, that's what that feels like. It just feels because the books I've read from Nikki James are like the dirty, taboo, incest 
Smashwords-esque type <laughs> book. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is just like a complete 180 from that. So I'm really curious how this is going to go. Fair enough. Um, I'm excited to jump in. Uh, you know, I don't really have much more to say other than, you know, I, I want to see, I guess, how it's how it's handled. It's a curiosity. So, let's uh, do the reader's note. This book contains one short scene of self-harm. Self-harm will also be discussed in various other scenes, which may be disturbing for some readers. Most victims of dissociative identity disorder have undergone significant abuse as children. Although there is underlying knowledge that one main character has undergone an abusive past, this topic will never be discussed openly or in any detail in this book. This is not the focus of the story. However, the ramifications of how this past abuse has affected the main character could be trigger-inducing. So, Ooh. trigger warning, abuse, but abuse is not talked about in detail, I guess? Seems like it. Uh, and our midway point is going to be chapter 15. All right. So, if you guys are reading along with us, go to chapter 15 and go come back pause here okay we're back yeah i'm loving this book you can definitely tell it was well researched yeah i don't know a whole lot about uh the condition did so i mean but it seems a lot better i've read a few books where it's been in there and you see, you know, those those cliches that you see in like media and stuff like that about it. And this definitely felt a lot better. There was felt like there was a lot more, you know, thought and care and, you know, everything else put into it. So, yeah. So my understanding of DID or how someone gets DID is repeated childhood trauma. So um, if, like, let's say there's a lot of abuse happening as a child when your personality should be forming, essentially the body or the mind will create these altars to protect the brain, essentially, from these traumas. So there's a lot of amnesia and dissociation and things like that it, it's a defense mechanism that the brain basically splits those personalities instead of it forming into one to protect them and this is it's an incredibly rare thing to happen it's not like you know it it's not super prevalent not everybody who you know has that trauma but when it does happen you know i guess in the book, at least, it explained that, you know, the therapy can help, but also there's no real, like, set cure. It's not like you're going to just magically, these things aren't just going to go away, especially not, you know, starting with therapy and everything like that. So, yeah, and it's a very, very misunderstood disorder. There's obviously a lot of negative stereotypes that go along with it. There's a lot of, you know, misinformation in the media and things like that. Um, anybody who is interested in this, I encourage you to do research on it because it is, um, to me anyways, I find it fascinating how our brain can 
even do that to protect someone to it's just completely in survival mode in its rawest form i i don't know i find it fascinating i have in the past done research on it it has been i will say a couple years since i've done any research on it so if i if i said anything incorrect forgive me yeah it is something that i have done research on before because like i said i it's fascinating to me that the brain is able to do that to protect someone yeah um i want to get into i really like uh the developing relationship i like that the uh secondary main male character the one without the did goes into the way he goes about trying to have a friendship and a, a relationship with the i guess the center personality the the first all the first personality or in. I don't know all the correct terminology. I would I, say like the yeah, I don't want to say anything wrong, but um I like the care, you know, uh, so one of the personalities is a child. So obviously that one we're just kind of taking out of the equation here, but uh then you have Cohen, which is one of the personalities. He's like a 19-year-old. Huh? Let's call them alters. Alters, yeah. So he's like a 19-year-old flirty uh, gay guy and when he showed up in one of the events in the book it was a family dinner at the other main male character's family's house you know he was he, you know flirty and touchy feely stuff like that and when he went in for a kiss the secondary main male character had a lot of guilt about it and I, I like that it wasn't just like oh well you know this is still the same person you know there was a lot of care put into Yeah, he's very mindful. Yeah. I like it. I think it's a really sweet. I don't this is obviously not going to be a very steamy book, which I'm happy about, you know, in the context of this kind of situation, this is more focusing on like the romance and the trust and, you know, healing aspect, I think. And I I'm here for it. I really like this book. Yeah, I I had said this to Courtney, but I'll say it on here. I think this is my favorite Nikki James book that I've read so far. And like I said, the books that I've read by Nikki James before have been like dirty, raunchy, smash words books. And so I was interested to see how this author's voice would translate into something so wildly different than anything I've read by them before. And I really, really think this has been well done. There's a lot of focus on the relationship, taking care um, to be mindful of triggers, you know, him doing his own research to make sure that he's being sensitive and just a lot of mindfulness. Like, I feel like the majority of the book so far has just been him being mindful of Oren and yeah. his alters and yeah. triggers. And it's, you know, trying to get along with Reed and really wanting to meet Theo and, you know, coloring with Rain and just just being incredibly sweet and mindful. One thing I want to talk about is the freaking best friend. I don't like him. I don't either. Well, I think he just doesn't. 
uh, I don't know how to put it. He just doesn't seem like he uh, is interested in understanding. Like, I think he's coming at it from this approach of like, you know, if you want to date this guy, go for it. And then if it doesn't work out, just kind of like, you know, I don't think he really took the time to understand, but also it didn't seem like uh, the main male character was really going into detail with anybody around him of what was going on. Like he mentions it, but he doesn't like go into detail with like, well, this is what I've researched and this is what I've learned. It was more like, well, you know, I feel like he tries and he gets shut down. Yeah. He just doesn't seem all that invested. Like, I, I don't know. There's a lot of really insensitive comments. That's true. Yeah, there is. Like, he he doesn't make the space very welcoming for his friend to come to him. No, and, and I get he's got like yet. this straight boy, playboy persona, and he only cares about sports and beers and whatever. And mm-hmm. I get that that's like his character, but. If my best friend of however many years was coming to me like, hey, I'm struggling with this. I'm interested in this person. They have these struggles. You know, can you walk me through this? Can you talk me through this? And you just like blew it off and were downright rude about it. Like I would be upset, you know, like I wouldn't want to go to that person anymore either. But I feel like he keeps trying to go to him and Evan's just like shutting him down. Yeah, I'm not really crazy about the best friend. See, I can see where you're saying there too. Uh, I agree with that. He does. He does kind of pop off with the insensitive, the, the little nicknames or the jabs, and I can see what you're saying with that. I think, maybe, and maybe he does it. Maybe I don't know. Like I said, they haven't met yet. Uh, they haven't had any sort of interaction. I'm wondering if and how that's going to go down. Also, I'm curious about Cove. The He's met every altar but two, but Cove is the one who's the destructive one, self-destructive at the very least with uh, self-harm and things like that. And he also hasn't met that altar. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in how that's going to go. But yeah, I'm a little nervous. I'm wondering if... It's going to come out at an inopportune time. Yeah. And but also, I'm- it Reed makes him seem, makes Cove seem like he's not as bad as Oren makes him seem. Did yeah, you catch that when they were having the conversation? He was like, he protects him just in a different way. And he talks about Cove almost like he's not as bad and built up as Oren well, feels about him. It sounds like everybody else understands Cove on a level that Oren just doesn't. And Oren won't because Oren is like the host. So he is having to deal with the aftermath of this, doesn't remember anything, comes back into his body and he's, you know, scarred up, cut up, you know, he's got resentment there understandably so but it seems like the other alters have been able to understand cove in a way that Orin just doesn't and so i'm interested to see when he finally does front how that's gonna go yeah same all right well i mean 
I feel like I've got all my thoughts out. I I'm so I just can't wait. I want to dive back in and see how it uh, pans out. I want to. See I know it. it definitely sucks you in. I'm really very impressed with this book. And Nikki James, I've said this before, is a she's an author that I enjoy that I like, but I've never been like blown away, wowed by. Um, it's an. I mean, she's an author that I reread. Like I've I've read multiple of her books. It's not like I read one book and was like meh. You know, like, I enjoy this author a lot. Um, I just wasn't expecting this. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really impressed by it. I just wanted to say that. Um, and hopefully people that have read other Nikki James work, like I have, don't discount this book just because it's so different from some of her other work. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm ready to dive back into. I'm, I'm interested to see how things go. It, it just ended off with him basically telling Cohen, like, just be patient with me because I'm not saying no. I'm just saying, like, calm down. So, all right. Well, let's dive back in then. Uh, if you are reading along with us, go to the end of the book and pause here. Okay, we're back. It was so good. It was. Um, we were right. There was not a ton of sex. Which made sense for the storyline. Yeah, but I think it couldn't have gone better. There was relationships developed between every single one of the altars and Orin. And it was oh, it was just so cute. I really ended up so as soon as I started reading, I texted Kelsey because there was this moment between the best friend and the main male character. And I was like, fuck this guy. I do not like him. But he ended up being really cool. Yeah, he turned around for sure. Yeah. In so, that same scene. And, like, I was already at the part where it had started to turn around when you texted me that. And I was like, maybe she's further than me and I'm wrong. Um, no. <laughs> I had a snap judgment and then yeah. <laughs> it turned around so fast that I was like, God damn it. <laughs> but I'm glad it did though. It was really cute. They ended up getting engaged and married and oh, it was, it was cute. And the way the wedding played out was good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was, it was just, it was making it was a cute good. Book. Yeah, it, it was. So good. I'm you know, so curious about this author now. I know. I was thinking about going and maybe reading some of their other work that they have on Kindle. Because I know you said you've read their the raunchy stuff on Smashwords. So I was curious about maybe reading some of their other stuff just to see what it's all about. I mean, their Smashwords stuff is good, too, though. Yeah. Well... If you're in the mood <laughs> for that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm so curious about this author, though, because I've read very different books coming from the same person now, and it's just it, – it's impressive. It's so impressive because usually authors will follow along at least somewhat of the same vein, and – are they the same author, though, or are they just two different Nikki Jameses? No, they're the same author. Okay. In the, in the back of 
this book. It has other works. Mm-hmm. And the taboo section. I well, read end scene and then um I may have read Secrets and Lies. Let me look. I thought it was a really emotionally healing story. This one was a really emotionally healing story. It really it gave you all of the emotional feels. Like, you know, it wasn't one of those spicy feel books. It was one of those really like kicks you in the heart a little bit and makes you feel happy. Um, follow up on what I was saying because I was looking it up while we were talking. I have not read Secrets and uh Secrets and Lies by Nikki James, but I have heard many things about this book. Um, I've heard that it's really out there. So, um, but I've read and seen Risk Takers and Rule Breakers. So I've, and then now this one. So I've read four books by this author. And uh, this one was just so vastly different than anything I could have expected. So I'm just very impressed. It was very sweet, um, very sensitive. I, I, we said that during the, midway point just was very very sensitive to what the other character was going through triggers everything it was it was just really i enjoyed it a lot i'm glad we read it so i don't really have anything else to say i don't either i just i feel so satisfied that i read it and now none of the books i'm reading are measuring up to like that, the feeling. Yeah. Our next book is, I don't remember. It is Black Ties and White Lies by Kat Singleton. So if you want to hear us read that one, that's going to be our next read along. So stick around for that. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>